Welcome back to the 21 Seconds Podcast. I'm your host, Colt White, episode 166 here of the pod, and this one's all about qualifiers, as you can tell from the title. We'll look at qualifiers from Delta Downs last week, have a couple of futurities there, and then also the Heritage Place Futurity Derby and Oaks Trials will be covered on this episode. Later in the week, we will have the Sam Houston Futurity Trial coverage and also trials for the Speed Horse Graham Paint and Appaloosa Futurity at Remington Park. So all that coming up right after this. This episode is brought to you by Constituents, standing at Dunn Ranch in Winniewood, Oklahoma. New to stud in 2022, the son of separate interest has lifetime earnings of 231000 with a victory in the Governor's Cup Futurity and a runner-up finish in the El Primero Delano Derby at Los Alamitos. He was an eight-time winner in his career with a first-year stud fee of only $2,000. Make sure you contact Dunn Ranch about a breeding to the grade one winning constituent before it's too late. So we'll get started with qualifier talk with the Lassie Futurity Trials at Delta Downs. The finals will be May 28th in Venton for a $310,000 purse for the Louisiana bred Phillies going 330 yards. And we'll go day by day here. So start with day one. And we'll actually start with the fastest of the day in trial number two. That is Cuz Mama Said. She's by T-Cause out of Mama Jamma Jamma by a political Jess. It's owned by Jesus Longoria and Francisco Campos Jr. Francisco Campos Jr. trains and the jockey Humberto Vital. That was the second career start because Mama said was runner-up in a maiden at first asking at Louisiana Downs on March 31st, and there was a winner in the trials this time. 8,200 in earnings for Cuz Mama said. With a final time of 3.30 and 17.167, that was a 76 speed index for the 3.30. She fended off Makita Perry Pilato and Heya Tuts in that one. Neither one of those managed to qualify. We'll have to skip all the way to trial number five now to look at the fifth fastest qualifier. That's B Train, the lone qualifier from this trial, of course. She's by Freight Train B. Out of Bang, Bang, Bang by Lock to Load. Cecilia Masillo, the owner, Inez de la Cruz, the trainer, and the jockey, J.R. Ramirez. Two for two now is B-Train. Was a winner in the Mardi Gras trials at first asking before this win here. Had a nice work between at Louisiana Downs, now with earnings of $9,600 as she makes it to the finals. Final time of 17-231, a 74 speed index, winning at a length over Louisiana Freight and one sweet Queen B. Trial 6 produced a pair of qualifiers, including the third fastest, San Lorenzo Moon. She's by a political blood out of dashing under a full moon by He's a Fast Dash. Virgilio Marquez Jr., the owner and breeder in Louisiana. Jesus Marquez, the trainer, and the jockey, David Alvarez. That was the first career start for San Lorenzo Moon as she flew on the outside to victory. Had a really nice work at Delta to prepare for that, going 220 and 12.65. Definitely looks to be tough in the finals. And I will say this from watching all the trials at Louisiana over the weekend, that it definitely looked like the outside was a lot faster. So if you'll see some of these horses coming up later on that will be winners from the inside. So if they end up drawing outside in the finals, make sure you make a note of that and look out for them. The final time for San Lorenzo Moon, though, in this one was 17.205, a 75 speed index, winning it just a nose over the fourth fastest qualifier, JEG Fascination. She's by Freight Train B as well, out of JA Fascination by Mr. Jess Perry. Jesus Garza, the owner and breeder, Jose Lopez, the trainer, and the jockey, Luis Vivanca. It was the third start. This one was a winner first time out of the Mardi Gras Futurity Trials. Ended up running fifth in the grade two finals. Two races back now with 28,000 earnings as she makes the finals for the Lassie as well. And one more to look at from day one. That is from trial number seven, the nine, Kulia Jets. She's by Jet Black Patriot out of MCM on thin ice by He's a Fast Dash. 
Pete Scarmardo, the owner. Kenny Roberts, the trainer. The Jackie David Alvarez. You hear that name a bunch as we talk about the trials from Louisiana. That was the first start for Kuya Jets. A nice win there. Had a couple of decent workouts to prepare. Final time for her. 17, 176, a 75 speed index. Nice rally on the end to win it late by a length over the Golden Chick and Cool Q Baby Blue. So that is day one of the last Futurity Trials. Have a look at day two. Moving on to the Laddie Futurity Trials from Delta Downs. This past Friday and Saturday, another final for May 28, 331,000 the purse on this one. And going 330 yards. Start with day one. Trial two. That was the fourth fastest of the day in PK Pure Rogue. He's by he's a fast rogue out of Kinky Boots by a goody. Owned by Jose Rodriguez, Miguel Pizano the trainer, and Jackie Guadalupe Lucio Jr. That was the second start of the year for PK Pure Rogue was runner up in the Mardi Gras trials at first asking in March before picking up this win here. And a nice breeze from Delta to prepare for this too. 7,200 in earnings now for PK Pure Rogue with the fourth fastest of the night. And that was a time of 17,079, a 78 speed index, winning it clear by a length and three quarters. And this one over BlackRock TLC, Extra, and JJ Freight Star. Trial four, we have a pair of qualifiers. The winner was the three, the Duke. Second fastest on the night. This is a gelding by RC Me Leaving You out of Precious Perry Girl by Jess Louisiana Blue. Miguel Romero Jr. and Ashton Elder, the owners. Raul Rodriguez trains and the jockey Arturo Alvarez. That was the third start of the year for the Duke. Was ninth in a maiden first time out before breaking his maiden the next time. And then picking up this trial win, 12,700 in earnings for the Duke. Final time was a 16,909. That was an 83 speed index. Won it by a length and a quarter. Over number six, Happy Flyer, who was the fifth fastest time of the night. This is a gelding by You Drive I Fly out of Surfing in Stilettos by a Regal Choice. Patrick Richardson, the owner, and the trainer is Duke Schultz, and Everardo Rodriguez had the call. That was the third start for Happy Flyer. Was third in a maiden at first asking at Remington Park before breaking his maiden on April 16th in Oklahoma City and then running second in the trial here. Just over 14,000 earnings now for Happy Flyer, making the laddie. And one more trial from day one. That's trial five. The winner was the four, San Lorenzo Jet. He was the fastest of the night, a Colt by Jet Black Patriot out of Miss Delta Duck by Fly Just Fly. Virgilio Marquez Jr., the owner, Jesus Marquez, the trainer, and another qualifier for David Alvarez. Now one for one is San Lorenzo Jet after a handy gate work at Delta on April the 14th to prepare for the trials. Should be pretty tough in the finals along with his stablemate. Or excuse me, no, not a stable man. I'm thinking of the last Futurity. What am I thinking? That San Lorenzo Jet. He ended up paying ten dollars and twenty cents on the win. Kind of surprised me. I thought he'd be get a little more attention than that. The time was a sixteen point seven eighty one, a length win and an eighty seven speed index. He drifted a bit, but still held on handily. And then, also qualifying was the eight J A Zooms, who was third fastest on the night. This is a Colt by First Prize Doc out of Zavana by Azun. Aureli Gutierrez, the owner, Joel Huitron, the trainer, and the jockey, Guadalupe Lucio Jr. J.A. Zooms was a winner first time out in the Mardi Gras Futurity Trials before this second place finish here. He was well clear of the rest of the field despite being a length behind San Lorenzo Jet up two and a quarter on the rest. He ended up with a 16,947. That's an 82 speed index. A great effort for J.A. Zooms. Could be pretty tough in the final. So that's day one of the Laddie Futurity. On to day two. So in day two, we'll start with the opening trial. One by the eight, Mozzie Keen, with the fourth fastest time of the night. 
She's by Louisiana Cartel out of six or run mare, six or run buck. Deoncio Hernandez, the owner. Jesus Marquez, the trainer of this one, too. And David Alvarez with another qualifier. This was the second start for Mozzie Keene. Was fourth in the Mardi Gras Futurity Trials at first asking before this victory here. So was now picked up about $6,300 as of the daughter of Louisiana Cartel. Another one from the outside. Ended up drawing clear to win at a length and a half. 17,330 was the time with a 71 speed index. Won it over Dynasty Blood and the Temptress. Neither one managed to crack the top five. Trial two. Our first qualifier from the inside. That is the two Streaks of Power with the fifth fastest time. She's by Power Jam. Out of Streaks of Ivory by Ivory James. Owned and bred by Ken O'Brien, Luis Garcia, the trainer, and the jockey, Jorge Garcia. That was the first start for Streaks of Power. Had a really nice gate work on April 13th leading up to the trials here. Did the great Philly by Power Jam. So he gets a Futurity qualifier. She paid $21 for the win, so a little slight upset there with a 17334 the time, a 71 speed index. Won it by a neck over Corona's our eye-opening, and Amadeo Perry. Neither one of them managed to qualify either. Trial three, another one from the inside qualified. That was the one fiercely faithful with the third fastest time of the night. She's by Jess Louisiana Blue out of TM Game by Game Patriot. Owned by Christian McGee. Daryl Solia, the trainer, and the jockey, J.R. Ramirez. That was a second start. Or fiercely faithful was seventh and a maiden at first asking at Louisiana Downs before this victory here. Had a really nice gate work in between those races, going 220 and 1213. Now has 6,000 earnings, does fiercely faithful and a spot in the Lassie Finals. And we'll have to skip all the way to the eighth and final trial of the night for our two fastest qualifiers. The winner was the four, Mrs. Kennedy TLC. She's by Louisiana Cartel out of time for the Senator by Louisiana Senator. On by Eduardo Lopez, Miguel Pizano, the trainer, the jockey Arturo Alvarez, three for three now as Mrs. Kennedy TLC. Won her trial for the Mardi Gras Futurity and the final. And then another great win in this one here. When I was, when I was watching the trials for night two, I noticed that the rain started to come in. Oh, let's see. This was the last trial, so I think it was the... It would have been the third to last trial that the rain started to come in, and I thought, oh, it's just a matter of time before this track gets fast because I've been down there before, and if you guys have been down there, you know what I'm talking about. When it rains, that track gets really fast, and that's exactly what happened for Mrs. Kennedy TLC the other night. Just thundered through that slop with a time of 16.943, much the fastest overall for the last few 30. 82 speed index, won it by a length and a half. Over Eagle Watch in the second fastest qualifier. And she was a length and a quarter clear of Mama I Got This. But Eagle Watching is sired by One Dash and Eagle out of One to Watch by Trey Sace. Jagger Horse Racing, the owners, Miguel Rodriguez, the trainer, and the jockey, Leonardo Rodriguez. That was the third start for Eagle Watching. Was second first time out in the Mardi Gras Futurity Trials before breaking her maiden at Louisiana Downs and then running second here. Almost 10,000 earnings for the daughter of One Dashing Eagle with the second fastest time of the night. So congratulations to all the Lassie Futurity qualifiers. We will cover the finals on May 28th. $310,000 purse. Good luck, everyone. For day two of the Lassie Futurity, we'll start with trial two. That race was won by number two, Diamond on Train. This was the third fastest time of the night. Boy, that would have been cool if he was second fastest on the night. Day two, trial two, number two, second fastest. Boy, whew. Or am I the only one that thinks, that thinks that would be cool? Probably am. But Diamond on a Train, third fastest qualifier. This was the gelding by Freight Train B out of Very Intriguing by Jess Louisiana Blue. J&J Stone Co. Incorporated the owners. Pedro Lopez, the trainer, the jockey, Manuel Gutierrez. That was the third start for Diamond on a Train. Was fourth in the Mardi Gras trials at first asking. A couple of weeks later, picked up a maiden win at Louisiana Downs before his second victory here. 
12,500 in earnings. For Diamond on a train, he covered the 330 yards in 17,089. That's a 78 speed index, winning it by a head over San Lorenzo train and AJ's maxing out. Trial three, we have the fourth fastest qualifier, number one, Big Daddy's Blue Eyes. This is a gelding by Inseparable out of Liza Blue by Just Louisiana Blue. Alvar Guerrero, the owner, Portofiero Fierro, the trainer, and the jockey, Manuel Gutierrez. One for one is Big Daddy's Blue Eyes. Had a handy gate work at Sam Houston before the trials with the sixth fastest of 20 overall. Now with 6,000 earnings after the first career win, and he has a spot in the finals. And one more trial to look at as we have three qualifiers from trial number four, where the winner was number four. Zooming separately with the fastest time, a gelding by Zooming for Bucks, out of Miss Proverbial by Separatist. On by Maria Garza, Alonzo Neri the trainer, the jockey Victor Urieta Jr. That was the second start. Resuming separately, he was disqualified after setting the fastest time of the Mardi Gras Futurity. Placed eighth there. See if this holds up. He's the fastest time right now. We'll see if the same thing won't happen again on Zooming separately. Here in this one, he covered the 330 in a time of 16.870 seconds. That's an 85 speed index and a three-quarter length win. He broke in just a tad, but had a great rally there toward the end. Second fastest qualifier, number five, Conan Cartel. This is a gelding by Five Bar Cartel out of the Jet Black Patriot mare, Jet Black Giraffe. Ania Castellanos, the owner. Kenny Roberts trains a Baldo Luna. With the qualifying ride, Conan Cartel with three stars now, was first in the Mardi Gras trials first time out. Also a winner against Allowance Company at Louisiana Downs in April, setting up this second place finish here. 26000 even in earnings for Conan Cartel, right behind Zooming Separately. And then with the fifth fastest time of the night, that was the two, J.J. Jess, a shadow. This is a cult by Jess and Idea out of Philly or Up by Walk Through Fire. J&J Stables, LLC, the owners, Jose Carrizales, the trainer, and the jockey, Ricardo Hernandez, Jr. Still a maiden is J.J. Jess, a shadow. Ran second in the Mardi Gras trials, fifth in a maiden a couple of weeks after that before this third place finish here. He might just break his maiden in the Futurity Finals. You can't ever tell. It's a horse race. 2600 in earnings for J.J. Jessa Shadow to round out the qualifiers here for the Laddie Futurity. Again, the finals May 28th, and we will preview that as well here in a few weeks. In 1993, Dr. John West showed that EIPH occurs during exercise when blood vessels in the lungs rupture. This is due to stress caused by high blood pressure on the inside of the vessels and strong suction forces on the outside. Only flare strips and Lasix, used together or alone, have been clinically proven to reduce EIPH. Lasix works by reducing the high internal pressures and flare strips work by reducing the suction forces on the outside. See the science at flarestrips.com. When a horse breathes in during exercise, a strong suction force is exerted on the outer walls of the fragile pulmonary capillaries. Think of it like a vacuum cleaner in the air sacs of the lungs, pulling on the outside walls of the capillaries. This, combined with high blood pressures inside the capillaries, causes the capillaries to rupture, resulting in EIPH. By reducing resistance when breathing in, flare strips turn down the suction on the vacuum cleaner in the lungs to reduce EIPH. See the evidence at flarestrips.com. Moving on to Remington Park in Oklahoma City. Trials for the Heritage Place Futurity. We'll also look at the juvenile qualifiers here. Of course, both finals will be May 28th, closing day, Champions Night at Remington Park. The Futurity worth $1.1 million and the juvenile worth one hundred thousand guarantee. Of course, both going three hundred and fifty yards. We'll start with day one, trial one. A pair of qualifiers out of this one. The winner was the nine. Mistaken identity was third fastest on the night. This is a gelding by Coronado Cartel, out of Easy Downhill by Stoli. Yvette Schindler 
and Gene Schindler, the owner, Stacy Shred Hill trains Christian Escada with the qualifying rod. That was the second start for Mistaken Identity. He was third in a maiden at Remington on March 25th before picking up his first win here, 11,900 in earnings for the Gilded Sun of Coronado Cartel. The time for 350, 17.619. That's a 90 speed index. Won it by a neck over the 10, Proximity, who was seventh fastest on the night, and she made the juvenile. She's by Moon and the Eagle out of Conspicuous Dynasty. Excuse me, Conspicuous Dynasty by FTD Dynasty. Proximity joint venture, the owners, Eddie Willis, the trainer, the jockey, Jimmy Brooks. That was the third start of the year for Proximity. Was fifth in the Remington Park Futurity Trials in April. Fifth in a maiden on April the 14th. And then second here in this trial in her best start yet. Just over 4,000 earnings for Proximity. Now we'll move on to trial number two. One to look at out of here. That's the three wasting light. This one was six fastest on the night, making the juvenile gelded son of the Marfa lights out of Fuhu by Foos. Zenda Racing, the owners and breeders in Oklahoma, Eddie Wills, the trainer, and the jockey Justine Claber. That was the third start for wasting light. Was second in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials at first asking. Had a rough trip against Maiden Company on March 26th. Had a clean trip this time and then had a clear win. In trial two for night one, ended up winning it by a half length. 17647 was his time, a 90 speed index, won it over Malachi's Gold and El Grand Poppy. Neither of those managed to make the juvenile. Trial three was the fastest of the night, with the two fastest times in this one. Winner was the 10 Ivory Senator. Yelding by Louisiana Senator out of Ivory Teaspoon by Ivory James. Louis Melichek owns Santos Carrizales Trains and the jockey Juan Polito. Three starts this year for Ivory Senator. Was a winner first time out against Maiden Company. Runner-up in the grade three Lycobird Stakes on April 16th. And well the winner this time. Around 34000 earnings for Ivory Senator. Like I said, a clear winner. Won it by two lengths, 17.272 the time, a 101 speed index here in the trials. It was almost like he broke so sharp that he just went through the starting gate. Like he was he was that far ahead of all of them from, from the very start in that one. If you haven't seen the race replay for that, it's on my social media pages and YouTube now. So Ivory Senator, easy winner, won it over second fastest qualifier, the five Sunday Silence. It was a Philly by Ivory James. Out of featuring Jesse by feature Mr. Jess. Leonardo Acala, the owner and trainer, hey, Jose Alvarez with the ride. Still a maiden is Sunday Silence, but she has still done very well. Was second first time out in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials. Ended up third in the grade two finals and another runner-up finish here to make another graded final. 53,000 earnings for Sunday Silence heading into the finals. Trial 4 produced Juvenile Qualifier, number 9, Apolitical Chick V. She was 8th fastest of the night by Apolitical Jess out of Me Chicky by Major Ryan. Greg Cullum and Raymond Murrow, the owners, Clint Crawford, the trainer, and the jockey Jorge Torres. Apolitical Chick V with two starts now. Was second first time out against Maiden Company on April the 9th before this victory here. Now with 14,000 in earnings for a political chick V. The final time of 350 was a 17,655. An 89 speed index. Had a brush at the break. Didn't seem to matter. For a political chick V for that neck win. Trial 6 produced another juvenile qualifier. That was the one Biden our time. He was 10th fastest on the night. This is a gelded son of FDD Dynasty out of Tell a Story by Corona Cartel. Owned and bred in Oklahoma by James Sills, Eddie Willis the trainer, and the jockey Justine Claber. That was the third start of the year for Biden our time. Was third in the Remington Park Futurity Trials at first asking. Picked up a maiden win eight days later. And picked up his trial win in this one. 23,000 earnings now for Biden our time. 
and the final time was 17.684. An 89 speed index won it by a length and a half over BV Don't Look Back and Tiger Stone. Just a few more to look at on night one. One more juvenile qualifier comes from trial seven. The winner was the eight, Sunny Sace. Ended up ninth fastest on the night, gelded son of Trey Sace, out of Sunny D by tempting Dash. Kim Middleton and Kobe Cobb, the owners, James Gonzalez trains, and the jockey Mario Delgado. Two for two now, Sunny Sace picked up a maiden win first time out very handily before his win. Here in this trial, where he picked up another handy win by a length, a length and three quarters, 17-6-74 the time for Sonny Sace. You know, I kind of have my doubts this horse is even going to run in the juvenile. Haven't talked to any of the connections about that, so don't take my word for it. But I just have a feeling they're going to want to save him for Rio Dosa the way he's performed in his first two outs. I could be wrong, though. He might be in on closing night. Trial 8 produced 5th fastest qualifier to the Futurity on the night, the 9. Take a swig of this. Gelded son of a Revenant. Had a PYC prize doll by PYC Painter Wagon. Owned by Dunn Ranch, Monty Rosa the trainer, and the jockey Francisco Calderon. Two starts for Take a Swig of This. Was 6th and a maiden at first asking. Didn't really seem all that involved in that outing. But really improved this time around. To make it 9,000 earnings for... Take a swig of this. The final time, 17.643, a 90 speed index for the 350 yards. Another clear winner by a length and a half, which I just managed to qualify on night one. And in the ninth trial, we had the fourth fastest time of the night, one by one fine V. This is a Philly by one famous eagle out of Serafina by Corona Cartel. Owned by Jose Garza and Mario Vasquez. Jacobo Mejia trains the jockey James Flores. Two for two now is one fine V. Was a winner in the Louisiana Downs Futurity Trials first time out before picking up a really good win here on night one. Final time, 17.620, a 90 speed index, winning it by a half length at a, over Cartel Kisses and on a roll V. It was a pretty tough trial there in trial nine. And that wraps up day one of the qualifiers. Move right along to day number two. Joining me now, making his second appearance on the podcast, a graded stakes winning owner. He's got a political gold in his barn and also Tracy's gold, who qualified to the Heritage Place Oaks over the weekend. Here's Grant Cox. So first of all, let's talk about Tracy's gold after making her three-year-old debut the other day. What were your thoughts on her trial performance? And it's got to be cool to be able to say that you've had one in the first ever Heritage Place Oaks. Yeah, no, we were super excited. I mean, she had not run since August of last year, and she started off the year you know, fairly well. She um, qualified for the Remington Juvenile and didn't have great win that night. And then Eddie felt like she needed to go in a rig. And he didn't want it, so he scratched her, even though she was sound. And, you know, he just wanted to make sure she didn't put too much pressure on her right then. Anyway, so then she came back and ran a nice race in a non-winner of two. She ran a really nice race um, in her Reeded Rainbow trial, ran second, and then just finished out of the top ten that day. And then... Um, ran back in her All-American trial, subsequently had a foot abscess, and so then kind of figured that out after the trials, got that well, and then skipped the Golden State trials, and then she was actually in a handicap before the 2 million trials, and flipped in the gate, and just and kind of banged herself up good, and so we called it a, called it a year and brought her home, so this was her first race back, and so yeah, we were super happy that that group of fillies in that day was super tough. I feel like there'll be some from Ridosa that add in, but I feel like that Heritage Oaks trials was a bunch of really nice three-year-old fillies, so we felt very privileged and grateful to make the finals. Definitely. Have you have you or Eddie noticed anything different about her since bringing her home now that she had a little time off and is now back to work again? Um, he says she's doing really well. She's super happy. 
happy. He said she's happier after the race than before. So I think she kind of likes her job. Um, she's grown a lot. She grew a lot over the winter, and she's a big old mare now. So, you know, we're happy about that. Those Trace Ace fillies are super long underneath, and she and she's kind of, you know, fit in the part. Is there anything you'd like to see her do better in the finals? Um, you know, she stumbled coming out of the gate. So she stumbled down, and she was moving forward, so it didn't hurt her too bad. But I definitely think she could have shaved off, you know, 10, maybe 20 one hundredths of a second and you know if she could just break and not not stumble and then just keep going i'd be totally happy so is she going to be one of those that's pointed to, towards a lot of these philly races this year now that there's so many of them available now yeah you know i think the philly races are super nice especially you know, because we want to keep her as a broodmare we really like to get some black type on her so she's in the rainbow oaks the all-american oaks She's in the Super Derby and then the Southern California Derby. Oh, wow. So those are the four things that she is headed to this year. Oh, that's awesome. Now, just last month, Apolitical Gold hit the million-dollar mark in earnings, though it wasn't the way I'm sure you wanted him to reach that point. How proud are you of that horse now that he's done something that less than 100 horses have been able to do? Yeah, I'm super proud. You know, the one thing when – he brought him home last year that I just thought, you know, I'd really like, he needed $750 to make the million dollar mark. And we really wanted that Oklahoma bread race that uh, we put him in, but it really kind of was a little bit early. We kind of fought with ourselves because we wanted to give him more time off, but then, you know, it's hard to not run in some of those Oklahoma bread races. So Eddie said he's doing real well. He's really pleased with him. He is currently pointed toward that, Boyd Memorial Race, right? Like ten to twelve days, something like that. Right. That's usually a pretty tough race too, but he's definitely one of the tough ones. That's for sure. You know, even though he ran back in that race, he ran like an eighty-seven or a ninety speed index. He actually ran a little faster that day than he did when he qualified for the Golden State Million way back when. So it just tells you how tough those horses are. Definitely, definitely. Now, you got a lot of well-bred babies out of that SRC Gold, including Flash of Gold, who I just saw worked recently. What were your thoughts on him and his first race or so, and what his future holds? You know, Flash has been uh, kind of the horse that we wanted to be patient with. You know, we really think if you go to Rio Dosa, it takes a race to, you know, you can definitely get lucky and qualify for the Rio Dosa, but I felt like most horses need a race out there before they're really at their peak, and so... We decided to wait on him, and so he's in the Ritos of the Rainbow and the All-American, and then he'll be California. I mean, Eddie's, you know, Eddie's never too high on a horse, but he's been happy with him so far. He has kind of just been patient with him. He's a much taller horse. He's a bigger horse. He's bigger than Tracy's gold and a political gold, and so we've kind of wanted to be more patient, just make sure we did you know, get him sore or anything like that. And um, so Eddie's been real happy with him. So we'll see. We're just planning on being patient. Definitely. And one last thing for you. Can you tell us about the babies you've had out of that mare this year? And have you had any that have made your favorite so far? <laughs> you know, I got to say, I have a, a little filly out of SRC Golden A Political Jazz who looks just like her mother. I mean, she's a bay and she has the same type of plays she's just you know super athletic and a super nice specimen and and you know so obviously we're gonna keep her um we have a full sister to tracy's gold um out of trace Ace, obviously and she's a sorrel she's a big mare actually she's probably ever bit as big as tracy was maybe a little bit bigger but she's sorrel so she does look a little bit different and then we have a sorrel apolitical genus out of um, that's all cold with it's out of a political just and SRC gold. So we're super happy with that. And she actually gave us a couple embryos this week. So out of a political Jess as well. So she likes to double ovulate and it doesn't hurt our feelings. <laughs> you know, we're not, not sure what, where she's going to go next. You know, if you look at some of the line breeding indexes, her, her cross on a political Jess is really high, like her line breeding index is 105, um, and so it's really good. It goes back to three O's, 
Um, but her line breeding index with a revenant is like a 125, which is kind of the highest that I've really ever seen. And so, you know, she's been, um, she had a little foot, the mare had a little foot abscess, so we didn't get to um, start her early, but we've got these AJ embryos and I'm hoping the next year that we can do some ICSI with a revenant and see what that baby would be like. Oh, definitely. Love the May Revenants as well. Day two now for the Heritage Place Futurity and the Juvenile. We'll have a Juvenile qualifier to look at first from trial number one. That was the one, Jess a Good Candy Man. This is a Colt by Jess Good Candy out of Trace Sace Folzuki by Trace Sace. Ninth fastest on the night to make the Juvenile. On by Vista Del Sol, Clinton Crawford the trainer and the jockey Jorge Torres. Two starts now for Jessica Good Candyman was second in a maiden at first asking in March and held off until the Heritage Trials. And will now have a spot in the juvenile with 14,000 earnings in Jessica Good Candyman. The time for 350, 17,781, 86 speed index, a two and a quarter length win for Jessica Good Candyman. Very impressive for the son of Jessica Good Candy. Trial two, we have Teller I'm an Eagle, who was the fifth fastest time to make the Futurity. A gelding by This is an Eagle out of Teller Baja by Teller Cartel, owned by Gara's Racing Stables, Troy Carter, the trainer, and the jockey James Flores. Three starts now for Teller I'm an Eagle. Was second in the Oklahoma Futurity Trials at first, asking on March the 5th. And then was a winner in the Oklahoma Juvenile on March 19th, two races back. Picked up another good win here to push his earnings to 30000 after that one. The time of 350 was 17554 uh, for a length win. Teller Armand Eagle led it from the beginning. And this one ended up winning it over the three. Relentless Pressure, who was the eighth fastest on the night, ended up making the juvenile. This is a daughter of He's Relentless out of Jessica Classy Lassie. By Mr. Jess Perry, Ted Abrams Sr., the owner. Heath Taylor trains in the jockey Rodrigo Vallejo. Relentless pressure with two starts now. First time out was a maiden winner on April the 4th of Louisiana Downs before running second in the trials. Here's 6600 in earnings for relentless pressure heading into the $100,000 juvenile. Speaking of the juvenile, we have another juvenile qualifier from trial three. That was Paige. Came in from the rail. She was seventh fastest on the night. A daughter of Tempting Dash. Out of Transaxle Axle by Mr. Jess Perry. CNN breeding the owners. Clint Crawford trains and the jockey Jorge Torres. That was the second start for Paige. Was second in a maiden on April the 9th before this victory here. To push her earnings to nearly $14,000. She went over Cool and Foxy and a Southern Hero. This was a pretty tough trial, I thought, when I made my picks last week ended up drawing off 20 by a length and a quarter 17697 the time 88 speed index for page ended up paying $15 for the win as well trial 4 produced the fourth fastest qualifier to the heritage blaze futurity hooked and gone this is the gelded son of PYC painter wagon at a pretty girl cape by pretty boy perry regina layman the owner Jerry Livingston, the trainer, and Christian Escada had the qualifying ride. Hooked and gone with three starts now on the year, was second in the Remington Park Futurity Trials on April 2nd, and then was the winner of the Remington Park Juvenile to break his maiden. Had a really nice win here. He was a very heavy favorite in this one to push his earnings to $53,000. Ended up winning it by two and a quarter, a 17.531 as the time, a 93 speed index for hooked and gone. One I really like heading into the finals. Now we'll have to skip to trial seven. That produced the fastest time of the night, held by Fancy Scarface. Gelded son of freshman sire PYC Fun and Fancy out of Dolls and Fire by Walk Through Fire. Rito Sosa, the owner and breeder in Oklahoma. Santos Carrizales trains in the jockey Juan Polito. Three starts for Fancy Scarface on the year. Was a winner first time out of the Oklahoma Futurity Trials. 
got bumped pretty bad in that one, ended up sixth in the grade two finals before drawing off very impressively to pick up his second career win in this one with a time of 17, 355, and 98 speed index and a three-length win for Fancy Scarface. We have a slew of qualifiers from trial number eight, including the second fastest time of the night held by the six, Trace Crystals. This is a gelding by Trace Ace, set of crystal solo by Walk Through Fire, on by Elizabeth Logan, D. Keener, the trainer, and the jockey Brian Candonosa. Three for three now, Liz Trace Crystals won his trial and the final for the Grade 2 Oklahoma Futurity in March before picking up a nice win here. Had a really nice gate work to prepare for the trials as well. I was excited to see how he would do. He ended up with a 17-429, a 96 speed index, winning it by a half length over the four. Turcott, who was third fastest on the night. This is a Colt by Ivory James out of Just Significant by Mr. Jess Perry. Josefina Guzman, the owner, Santos Carrizales trains, and the jockey Juan Polito. Two starts for Turcott on the year. It was a maiden winner on April 9th at Remington before running second here to the Oklahoma Futurity winner. Still a very nice race from Turcott. And then finishing third was the one, FDD Cloud, who was sixth fastest, making the juvenile. This is a gelded son of FDD going grand out of a noble Jess Ellie by Jess Ellie. Preston Cloud, the owner, Christian er, Clint Crawford trains in the jockey Jorge Torres. That was the second start for FDD Cloud. Was a maiden winner on March 24th before the trials. And we'll end up with a spot in the $100,000 juvenile after finishing right, by two, or right behind two tough ones, I should say, here in trial eight. And trial 10, the final trial on day two for the Heritage Place Futurity, produced the 10th fastest qualifier to the juvenile, Illegal Moon Flash. This is a gelding by First Moon Flash out of Illegal Fireworks by Walk Through Fire. Justin Massey and Jeff Carter, the owners, Eddie Willis, the trainer, and the jockey Jimmy Brooks. That's the second start on the year for Illegal Moon Flash, was sixth in a maiden at first asking before picking up this victory here to push his earnings to $9,000. Had a final time of the 350 in 17, 786. A length and a half winner. Very impressive for Illegal Moon Flash. 86 speed index for the son of First Moon Flash. So that will conclude the Heritage Place Futurity qualifiers. And again, we will have a whole episode dedicated to Champions Night is what it looks like with, I believe, 10 stakes races on Champions Night now. So we'll look forward to that and see where these horses draw here in a few weeks. Good luck to everybody in the finals. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Dunn Ranch, located in Winniewood, Oklahoma. Not only do they have an outstanding stallion light up that includes 2021 leading freshman sire, A. Revenant, graded stakes producer Dash Master Jess, sire of Love is Everything V, One Valiant Hero, 2022 freshman sire, PYC Fun and Fancy, also graded stakes winner Constituent, and Blood Money, who's also ICSI only at Dunn Ranch. They have an outstanding sales prep team. And they can take care of all your embryo transfer and ICSI needs and also provide a variety of full-out services. For more info on Dunn Ranch, visit any of their social medias or visit dunranch.com. They're one of the hardest working crews that you'll find. Don't miss out on a breeding to any of their stallions before they all book full. Dunn Ranch. Success starts here. Moving on to the 10 qualifiers to the Grade 2 Heritage Place Derby. $270,000 purse this year. Another final for May 28th and a 400-yard distance. What a final this one's shaping up to be. As we'll start with trial number one with a pair of qualifiers. The winner was the one, Delight Us All, with the second fastest time of the day. This is a gelding by Corona Cartel out of Our Genuine Delight by Dash Defame. Owned by Reliance Ranches, LLC, Mike Robbins, the conditioner, and the jockey, Ueno Navarrete. Two for two this year is Delight Us All. He picked up an allowance win on April 22nd at Remington, his first time out before this really good win here. As a two-year-old, broke his maiden at Remington Park, spent some time at Rio Doso Downs, didn't have any luck qualifying out there or in the Golden State Trials at Los Alamitos, but he is a four-time winner 
from seven starts with 38,000 in earnings so far for the Utah bred delight us all. Final time of the 400 was a 19.812 at 89 speed index, winning it by a length and a quarter. Over the six, B leaving. B leaving ended up with the fifth fastest time of the day. Yielded son of Valiant Hero out of Just Be Mighty by Mr. Jess Perry. WW Partners, the owners, Eddie Willis, the trainer, and the jockey, Justine Claver. Two starts now this year for B leaving was the winner of the grade three Mr. Masterbug Stakes on Oklahoma Bread Night at Remington. Before this second place finish here last year, managed to qualify to the Oklahoma Mystery Futurity grade two, ran second in that one. So a two-time winner from nine outs has been second six times now, 90,000 in earnings for B leaving. In trial two, only one qualifier. That was the eight, Accurate. Accurate gilded son of first down dash out of Celtic Emblem by A Political Jess. Pat Wyndham and Mary Thompson, the owners, Heath Taylor, the trainer, and the jockey Rodrigo Vallejo. Two for two this year is Accurate. He picked up a maiden win on March 27th at Remington before this trial win here. As a two-year-old last year, Ended up sixth in the Rainbow Juvenile, so obviously he had a little talent managing to qualify to something on the mountain. Just wasn't able to break his maiden until a three-year-old year. See that quite a bit. 28,000 earnings for the Texas bred accurate with a final time of 20.018. 84 speed index, one at a length and a quarter. Over Peeves, Charlie, nothing like you, and Hallelujah Nights, a very tough field. Keep that in mind that this horse outran in his trial heat when you look forward to the final. Trial number three produced the 10th fastest qualifier. That's the eight cell bounce. Another one from the Heath Taylor barn. A colt by Corona Cartel out of My Famous Lady by One Famous Eagle. This one's owned by Victory Farms and another qualifier for Rodrigo Vallejo as well. Another one that's two for two in cell bounce. Picked up an allowance win on April 21st, his first time out before this trial win here. As a two-year-old, he qualified to the Riadoso Juvenile, ended up fifth in that one. Has not really made a, much of a splash in any big stakes company races. It just hasn't had the luck to qualify. He's been lighting the board in all the trials. Just hadn't had the luck until now. He's got a spot in the Grade 2 Derby. 36000 in earnings for sell bounce with a final time of 20.132 and 81 speed index. One and a half length over Next Galaxy over and Vaquero. AJ's Trace of Paint was actually in that race as well as the beaten favorite. A pair of qualifiers from trial four. The winner was the six whiskey glasses, the third fastest time of the day. A gelding by FED Dynasty out of Mary Southern Policy by Shazoom. Shazoom. I can't talk today. Boy, what's going on? Owned and bred in Oklahoma by Dunn Ranch, Monty Rosa, the trainer, and the jockey Francisco Calderon. Three starts now this year for whiskey glasses as he ran second in the El Primero Delano Derby after winning his trial. That was a grade two outing. Got beat by Golden Boy there. Picked up his win here. Of course, last year he won the Easy Jet Stakes at Remington Park. He was also a finalist in the All-American Juvenile and the winner of the grade one Golden State Million Futurity and then finished third in the Los Al 2 Million. 814,000 earnings now for Whiskey Glasses. After this trial, 19.880 was the time. Won it by a length and a half, an 88 speed index over the ninth fastest qualifier, A Political J Streak. This is a cult by A Political Jess out of Streak of Sixes by Sixes Royal. Owned by Rancho El Cabresto Incorporated, Eddie Willis the trainer, and the jockey Jimmy Brooks. Two starts this year for A Political J Streak. Was fifth in an allowance on March 27th in Oklahoma City before running second in the trials here. Last year, Broke his maiden at Remington Park before going out to Rio Doso. Didn't do much good there, but he ran second in an allowance at La Salle and then managed to win his trial for the La Salle 2 million and qualified to the grade one finals where he finished sixth. 124,000 earnings now for A Political J Streak. And the fastest trial of the afternoon for the Heritage Place Derby was trial five. Had four qualifiers out of this one. The winner was the nine, Dreamsville. Gelding by He's Relentless, set of Answer the Dream by Trey Sace. 
owned by Elizabeth Logan, trained by Dee Keener and Jesus Salazar, the writer. What a year Keener and Logan have had teaming up together. Dreamsville is four for four by himself as he won his Oklahoma Derby trial and his Remington Park Derby trial. So that's something. He's got a award for all three of the big derby trials at Remington Park. I don't know if that happens very often. He did qualify and win the Grade 2 Remington Park Derby, of course, and just drew off at this one, 241000 earnings now for Dreamsville, who was a qualifier to the Heritage Place Futurity last year to look for his revenge in the finals this year. Got a tough field to run against in this one, though. 19.784 was the time. A 90-speed index, he won it by a length and a quarter. Over the six, just the leader, who ended up with the fourth-fastest time of the day. This is a gelding by Jess Louisiana Blue. Out of Cartel Leader by Corona Cartel. Pete Scarmardo, the owner and breeder in Texas. John Steinball trains and the jockey Francisco Calderon. That was the first start of the year for Jess the Leader. Last year, managed to qualify to a couple of futurities, including a third-place finish in the TQHA Sale Futurity and a third-place finish in the Grade 1 Texas Classic Futurity. At Lone Star Park, 195000 earnings for Jess the Leader. Finishing third was the seven, Lethal Viper, with the seventh fastest time of the afternoon. Lethal Viper is a gelding by Volcom out of Miss Lethal by Chicks Baduino. Second start of the year, Lethal Viper was sixth against Allowance Company, first time out before this third place finish here. Last year, managed to qualify and run 10th in the Rainbow Futurity at Riadoso Downs. 37,000 earnings for Lethal Viper. And to round out the 10 qualifiers to the Heritage Place Derby, we've got the three in this one. Eyes a Good Guy, who was eighth fastest on the day, a gelding by Jess Good Candy out of Eyes, Eyes a Dollface by Mr. Jess Perry. John Hames and Bradbury Race and the owners. Hames trains and the jockey Stormy Smith. This was his first start of the year. Last year, managed to qualify to the Prairie Mills Juvenile Challenge. Ran sixth there, or excuse me, ran sixth in the trial and second in the final, and then also ran fourth in the grade three Valley Junction Futurity up at Prairie Meadows. 37,000 earnings for I is a good guy heading into the Heritage Place Derby. Again, the finals are May 28th in Oklahoma City, $270,000 purse. Good luck to everybody. Since y'all are probably getting tired of hearing me talk on this episode, and we already have one more episode coming up later this week, this will be the last group of qualifiers I'll talk about here on this one. It's for the Heritage Place Oaks, the inaugural running of the $278,000 event. Three-year-old fillies going 400 yards. And we'll begin in trial number one. Trial one winner was the eight. All points bulletin with the fourth fastest time on the day. She's by Trey Say, set of all in the jeans by Corona Cartel. On by Dunn Ranch, Monty Rosa trains, and the jockey Francisco Calderon. Three for three this year is all points bulletin. She won her trial and the final of the grade three Oklahoma Derby in March last year. Spent some time at Remington Park, ran second in a maiden there. Broke her maiden at Riadoso Downs, won an allowance at Will Rogers. This one five now out of nine with 146,000 and earnings 119,000 of that coming this year. Final time of the 400 yards 20.072 and 83 speed index for all points bulletin. Race four, trial two, only one qualifier. That was the seventh fastest, the six early surprise. She's by He's Relentless out of Easy Downhill by Stoli. Owned by Gail Ahern, Michael Ahern, Stacy Charette Hill trains, and the jockey Christian Escada. Only three career starts for early surprise. Was fourth in a maiden last spring at Remington Park. Was third in a maiden in March of this year before picking up a win here in this trial. 13000 in earnings for the non-winner of two. Lifetime early surprise. Final time of the 400 yards was 20.185. An 80-speed index wanted by a half-length over on the wings of an eagle and luxury. Trial 3 was the fastest. Produced two qualifiers. The winner was the one, Political Rose. 
That's Philly by Political Jess out of Cartel Rosie by Carter's Cartel. On my Dunn Ranch, Monty Rose the trainer, the jockey Jesus Ayala. Two for two this year is Political Rose. Picked up an optional claiming win in April before this win here. Last year ran second in the Heritage Place Futurity after setting the fastest time. Also qualified to the All-American Juvenile last year. So she's a five-time winner from nine starts. 281,000 earnings for Political Rose. Covered the 400 yards in 19 Four four four. That was a three-length win and a 99 speed index into a 16-mile-an-hour headwind as well. I mean, that was the fastest time even compared to the Derby trials, and they had a six-mile-an-hour crosswind. No, 16-mile-an-hour crosswind. I don't remember what kind of wind they had. They, it was different than that. It was a hell of a lot different than that, and I know she would have just lit them up and might have set a track record if the conditions were the same as they were on Derby trial day for the Oaks. Running second to her was the seven little Longmire with the third fastest time. She's by a revenant out of desired by Carter's cartel. Ben Peterson, the owner, he Taylor trains and the jockey Rodrigo Vallejo. That was the second start of the year for little Longmire. Was an allowance winner at Remington on April the 15th before this second place finish here. Last year ran second in the AQHA Juvenile Challenge at Albuquerque. That was the championship, a grade two event. Won the challenge at Pocatello Downs. Has a four wins from seven starts in two seconds, 65,000 earnings for Little Longmire. Trial number four produced a pair of qualifiers. The winner was the one. Jess, give me a reason. She's by Good Reason SA out of Send Me This Wagon by PYC Painter Wagon. And she's owned by Michael Pole and Stacey Shred Hill. Hill Trains and the jockey Christian Escada. Three starts on the year for Just Give Me a Reason, was fourth in an allowance on March the 10th before winning an allowance on April 7th and then picking up the win here. Only start as a two-year-old was a maiden victory at Remington Park, so has won three out of four lifetime now, 38,000 earnings for Just Give Me a Reason. Final time of the 400 yards for the second fastest qualifier, 20.040, 84 speed index, and it was a length win over the eighth fastest qualifier, number five, Rainbow to Roses. She's by A Political Blood out of CC Sace by Trey Sace. On by Danny Miller, Toby Keaton trains, and the jockey Ricky Ramirez. That was her first start of the year. Last year, managed to run second in the Dash for Cash Juvenile and was also a finalist in the Texas Classic Futurity, where she ran eighth. 66000 in earnings for the very consistent Rainbow to Roses. Trial 5 produced two more qualifiers. The winner was the 7. Here comes Candy with the 5th fastest time of the day. She's by Jess Good Candy out of Candy Cartel's Cat by Red Storm Cat. Rochelle Suarez, the owner, John Steinball, the trainer, and the jockey Francisco Calderon. One for one as Here Comes Candy this year. Last year, managed to run 5th in the Easy Jet Stakes at Remington Park. Also won the Rio Dosa Downs Juvenile Challenge and ran 4th in the Juvenile Challenge Championship at Albuquerque, a grade 2. She's a four-time winner from seven starts, nearly 70000 in earnings for Here Comes Candy. Final time was 20.087. 83 speed index won it by three-quarters of a length. Over number five, Ree, who was ninth fastest on the day. She's by a political Jess out of Scared by Dashing Val. On by Dusty Rose Ranch, Stacy Caps trains and the jockey Rolando Verdales. Ree, with three starts on the year, won a trial for the Oklahoma Derby. Ended up sixth in an allowance after that before this second-place finish here. Broker Maiden last out of 2021 at Will Rogers Downs. Only ran against Maiden Company as a two-year-old. So has had ten starts, two wins, four seconds, and a third 26,000 earnings for Reed. And then trial seven produced two more qualifiers, including the eight Tracy's Gold, the Philly by Trace Sace out of SRC Gold by PYC Painter Wagon. On by Grant Cox, Eddie Willis, the trainer, and the jockey, Jimmy Brooks. That was her first start of the year. A nice win for her there. She qualified to the Remington Park Juvenile last year. Opted not to run in the finals for that. Instead, ran an allowance at Remington Park. Got the win there. Has won all three of her races at Remington Park. Out of five, 34,000 earnings for Tracy's gold. Final time for 400. 20.142. That was an 81 speed index. Ended up winning it by a half length over the three. Viva La Zoom with the 10th fastest time of the day. She's by Zooming for Bucks at a Viva Ariba by PYC Painter Wagon. On by Rock and Jay Running Horses and bred by them in Texas, Tammy Johnson trains and the jockey James Flores.
Two starts this year for Viva Lazoom. Was ninth in an allowance first time out before this second place finish in the trials. Picked up a win last year in the trials for the Will Rogers Juvenile Challenge. Ran second in that and ended up 10th in the Juvenile Challenge Championship at Albuquerque. Viva Lazoom with 20000 in earnings heading into the Heritage Place Oaks. So, another one with the finals on May 28th. We'll have a big few episodes that week with Rio Dosa Downs opening that weekend too. So this will be the inaugural Heritage Place Oaks. Good luck to everybody in that. And make sure you look forward to the second episode this week with the Sam Houston Futurity Trials and the Speed Horse Grand Paint. And that about does it for me on this one. Talk to y'all on that one. We have two days of trials for the Sam Houston Futurity, so that one will be a pretty long one. And thank y'all for listening, and I'll talk to you then.